0: All right, good morning, and welcome back to another episode of the Morning Photo Walk. I'm your host, Christopher Smith, and uh, today we'll be shooting with the Sony A7C. And I have the uh, Voigtlander uh, Nocton Classic 40 millimeter uh, 1.4 Made it to the camera and I have found my first composition. We're just walking around the neighborhood today and on this cool old, uh, not really that old, but cool uh, weave chair, just sort of sitting in the middle of an alley or a field or something like that. And I'm not really sure why it's here, but it's kind of all torn up. So it looks kind of neat. I'll be honest with you, it's uh, quarter to seven in the morning. It's pretty overcast. There's uh, not a lot of not a lot of good light as of yet, but I suspect that might change a little bit throughout the photo walk. And today's focus, I'm gonna kind of walk sort of through an area that I haven't walked yet, and. Uh, that's sort of focus more on signage and uh, gas stations and you know potential neon lights and things like that only from what I'm seeing so far I'm probably about a half an hour too late so this may be a complete bust but the morning photo walk is more than just about the great photos that you can capture. It's not really the goal. The goal is just breathe the morning air, some exercise, get out and about, walk your neighborhood or a neighborhood, maybe walk through an area you're not super familiar with and take some photos along the way. So we shall see what happens. Anyway, I'm going to title today's episode, and I don't normally talk about the title in the episode, but I guess I got a little bit of a story to tell you. So we're going to call it Keep It Simple Stupid. All right, so I actually recorded or attempted to record another episode, oh, roughly three weeks ago or so. I had this uh, grand idea that, hey, we'd do something different and go downtown, go to the city, go to Chicago, start off in Chinatown, get on the water taxi, take that up to Michigan Avenue, get off, walk around the city a little bit, head over towards uh, Central Camera, walk in there, which that was completely amazing, but we'll get to that. and. Uh, you know, just see what we can get. And I was actually trying something new, to me at least. Um, I've never, you know, I like going to the city and taking photos and stuff like that. It's not uh, anything new or strange to me, but I've never only brought film cameras. So this was my first time bringing nothing but film. I did not have a single digital camera in my possession that morning. All right, here's kind of a cool shot. There's this uh, laundry mat that I've tried photographing a few times over the years. And I'll be honest with you, if the building was facing the other way, I feel like I would have some pretty amazing shots. The light is just never that great in this location. And that's kind of a bummer. But I've never really been able to grab a great shot, but I know there's a great shot here, so I'm gonna take a couple shots here. We are using digital here, so I'm gonna probably take a few more than maybe I normally would. Get some different compositions. It's obviously unlike film, but it's uh. Telling you, there's some potential at this location here, or this particular uh, laundry and dry cleaning. Never actually seen someone here. That's kind of uh, kind of cool, I guess you could say. Um, but let's try a different. Let's try some vertical shots here too. Yeah, that's pretty rad. I like that. That might be the shot got some cool perspective but probably gonna end up just being a black and white shot um, to shift gears here a little bit. When I shoot with my digital cameras, obviously they've all got the uh, you know a viewfinder and stuff like that um, you know at least the uh, the mirrorless cameras that I'm shooting and I do tend to, have them all set to um, black and white profile when I'm uh, shooting, even if the final goal is going to be, um, you know, to do a color shot, which you know I kind of rarely do. But um, I do shoot raw and JPEG. Um, I kind of just like having the JPEGs more for when I'm culling the photos, so I can see it in black and white, see the tones. See the dynamic range, and that helps me make the decision if that's a photo that I'm going to process or not. um, You know, when I do my post processing, so I just wanted to mention it's uh, you know, maybe a different way of thinking, maybe something that uh, you know, anybody out there listening could uh, could try. I know it helps me immensely. So there's this kind of really crazy looking uh, rail thing going on here on the tracks that I'm going to walk over here and grab a shot of. Not sure what the heck this big machine is for, but it looks like it's scooping and grabbing, so probably something to help level out the rocks or something, I'm not really sure. So I'm gonna take a couple shots here. It's pretty neat. I do like uh, to take a picture of um, industrial equipment, stuff you don't normally see every day. See if we can get this in focus. Got pretty low light here, so we'll see. Hopefully this is... I can compose this in a cool way. Okay, I'm gonna jump in here again and see. Just try to make sure we're as tack sharp as we can. Okay, I'll grab a couple more perspectives here. I hear another train coming already. Maybe gonna be a cool one heck yeah that's awesome so I do uh, post all these photos on my website under the morning photo Walk. Um, it's got its own page so if you're ever curious want to check out uh, the photos I take along the way this one here is going to be pretty awesome that is maybe the shot of the day Wow, that is pretty cool. I'm gonna close it down a little bit more just to try to see if I can help guarantee that I'm getting uh, some sharpness here. So I haven't made my way over to uh, what the project was gonna be just because I kind of glanced as I was walking by and saw that uh, a lot of the lights on the uh, The signs and stuff like that, that I was planning on shooting um, are turned off already. So like I said, I think I missed my opportunity by maybe 30 minutes or so. So sometimes you gotta zig when you're uh, planning on zagging. So right now we're zigging. I see something other kind of cool thing over here. Go and grab that. I do like uh, kind of rundown, rusty, rustic type stuff. And there's this uh, old truck kind of sitting in the weeds here. And uh, it's got this big, crazy thing in the back of it. I have no idea what the heck it is. So let's just grab that. Okay, let's open it back up to F4. F4 is kind of my go to for uh, hitting the pavement, I guess you could call it, or street photography, if you will. It's not necessarily street photography, but. Alright. So we're gonna get out of here because it's very possible somebody's living in that stuff and. I ain't trying to wake up nobody this morning that's uh, potentially homeless. <clears throat> so back to my story of uh, the title of the show, Keep It Simple, Stupid. So, to you know, a couple weeks ago, about three weeks ago, I had this grand idea that I would go spend the day downtown and take a bunch of pictures with film and bring all these cameras with me and fit them all in my little satchel bag, not bring a big camera bag, which, you know, I grew up playing Tetris, so worked out just fine. I can uh, pack a camera bag like an MFR. And uh, so I brought two medium format film cameras with me and uh, two 35mm film cameras with me, loaded them uh, all four of them up with um, Fujifilm Akros uh, 100. Uh, all four had the same film stock in them. And I loaded them up before I left with the intention of shooting one roll in each and that was it. So, you know, it kind of worked out shot uh four rolls of film between the four cameras didn't have to worry about reloading or anything like that um i did bring i did bring uh four extra rolls of uh actually hp5 you know just as a backup so i had film with me if the day was going really well and You know, that sort of thing, but ended up just uh, shooting those four rolls and calling it a day. By that time, I was pretty tired. I did a lot of walking and, uh, you know, it turned out okay. So I have uh, actually processed all the film, um, you know. I am doing all my own uh, processing at home, uh, like I had uh, explained before. And you know, it all turned out great, the film was fantastic, you know, exposures were spot on, Um, but you know, to get back to uh, the story here of uh, the title, Keep It Simple Stupid, You know, having four cameras and sort of the pressure I put on myself of uh, shooting four cameras, you know, turned out to be a little bit of a mess. So, um, you know, I felt like I needed to get through all the film before I came home. Um, The uh, medium format cameras that I shot, we're uh rangefinders shot the uh, Fujika GW 690 and the Mamiya uh, 6B. And um, I've got this habit, unfortunately, of because I'm shooting a rangefinder, forgetting to take the lens cap off because with a rangefinder, you're just looking at the rangefinder patch and you're not looking through the lens. So it's especially painful on the uh, Fujika GW690 because, you know, you're only getting eight shots with that at the uh, six by nine format. So every single roll of film I've put through that camera, I've burned a couple frames, unfortunately, which sucks. But, you know, again, Overcomplicating things, you know, too much going on, trying to pay attention to my surroundings so I don't get robbed in the city, and all the while trying to slow down and shoot film. And on top of that, I was planning on recording, and I did record um, an episode of the morning photo walk in the city. So, I figured I'd shop around for a little better mic, because I'm just using uh, some Bose headphones that uh, I've had for a pretty long time, and the sound quality is okay, you know, but we do catch a little bit of uh, wind noise and things like that occasionally. So, I thought I'd upgrade my mic since I was going to be doing this, and... You know, I found one that uh, I thought was okay and the cord, I didn't really pay attention to the length of of the cord, ended up being like 40 feet, it was crazy. So I'm unpacking this mic, didn't try it out at home first, didn't see that it was 40 feet long. So i said okay well i can just you know not unravel the whole thing and you know leave it in the twist ties and leave myself enough slack but then i you know got this 40 foot spool of wire hanging out of my pocket and i was using my uh my phone as a light meter that day and uh unfortunately every time I pulled my phone out of my pocket you know this uh, cord went everywhere it was just a mess so I decided to abandon that mic I did give it a try for you know like two hours and did uh, walk around a bit and record a bit but The app that I use for uh, recording my sound and my voice and, you know, this uh, podcast um, kept closing on me. Unknowingly, there's no audible sound or anything like that that lets you know it's closing or stopped recording or anything like that. So it was kind of a bummer. I really had no idea how much I recorded and when it stopped and things like that. So it was uh, Definitely a bit of a mess. So, keeping it simple is the route we're going to take from this point forward. And, uh, I went back to my, uh, Bose headphones that I know work well. And we're going to just record with that and I'm making a commitment to myself that whenever I do record one of these uh, morning photo walks, I will never, ever bring more than one camera. I will not bring a camera bag. I will not bring extra film. Well, I might bring extra film if I'm shooting film that day. Maybe two rolls is sufficient, depending on the camera I shoot. But it just was a giant mess. I bit off way more than I can chew. Um, photos that I did get came out fantastic. Um, one of the 35mm cameras that I brought with me was, um, the uh, Russian Swing Lens camera that, uh, that I picked up, and that was actually my second roll of film through that, and i would be honest with you, that might be one of my favorite new cameras ever, like, ever. That thing is just as characteristic and charismatic and as just the character. It's oozing with character. Totally freaking awesome. So I think that might be a a new go to that uh, gets used um, on a regular basis. And the thing that's crazy about that is uh it's you know gonna offer me a little bit of a unique photo uh frame things like that that uh is maybe not so common um there's probably not a lot of people out there walking around with this camera or a wide lock uh, i'm sorry wide locks. And those are really the only two cameras that compare to, uh, to each other like this. Um, you know, there is the X-Pan, but you know, that is a flat plane, whereas this is a swing lens. So everything is in focus from edge to edge, corner to corner, um, just because of the way the camera works. So, taking just kind of some random shots today. Like I said, unfortunately I am a little bit too late to uh, capture what I had intended on capturing being the um, the signs on the buildings and the gas station and the lights from the gas station and there's a uh, auto parts store right by me uh, that's got light up signs and you know, I was just going to kind of walk down the, uh, the main drag through town here and do something that uh, isn't, you know, necessarily my normal shot. So that could uh, definitely work in my favor. We'll see because I've never really shot stuff like this before. But uh, that is sort of the point is we're learning or getting outside of our comfort zone and uh trying something completely different instead of the same old same old so just shooting around here a little bit but i guess the moral of uh my story for uh today's photo walk is you know based on my experience i think that you can definitely achieve a much better experience for yourself much better shooting experience quite possibly end up with better photos and better compositions because you're focused on seeing and not focused on trying to figure out which camera is best for you know the particular composition that you see and that's that's intimidating so you know I had four cameras with me and I'm constantly switching them out of the bag and this and that and the other thing. And man, was I a target for, for theft. But luckily it did not happen because you know, I got my nose in my bag and I'm swapping cameras and trying to figure out which ones are the best composition all the while trying to record a podcast. And just it's too much, it was a mess, but a great learning experience. You probably won't hear any of the um, information recorded. I still have it. I might go through it see if there's anything worth saving there and adding in as a bonus track or anything like that. But we'll see. I haven't listened to it yet. So I did also decide I'm going to try to keep these uh, episodes a little shorter. And just kind of to the point and spot on and, you know, not have too much fluff in there. So today we just kind of took a little loop around the area here and I'm getting ready to wrap things up here. So if you get anything out of this at all, what I'd like you to remember is don't overcomplicate things. Be a master of the one camera that, uh, that you have with you. And don't feel uh, guilty that you know you didn't bring all your awesome cameras to maybe a spot that you don't uh, visit regularly. You know, I don't get to the city very often. It is one of my favorite places to shoot. And that was my intention on that particular day was just to maximize the, uh, the experience with lots of cameras and lots of film and do something i would never done before and go into central camera and, you know, I'd heard a rumor that uh, it may potentially be closing, which turned out to not be true. So let's talk about that for a minute, alright? So I went to central camera. And I'll tell you what, the day I was there, uh, Lollapalooza was going on, so the city was nuts, like, which was actually great, you know, I got some uh, really great photos that, uh, that I still have to scan, and uh, see what I got, the negatives look pretty good, just, you know, based on uh, looking at them not too, uh, not too closely but I think I got some interesting shots, so it should be uh, should be pretty cool. You know, sometimes, actually, I just kind of thought of something here that uh, sort of makes me feel better about uh, the lack of good light right now. Sometimes you're not gonna come away with the best photos, but what I'm considering today still being a success because I'm gonna look at it as a scouting session, a scouting mission today. I think I got some pretty cool compositions here and I see potential under the right lighting conditions, under maybe a less uh, overcast morning with uh, some morning lights, but probably about an hour earlier than I came out so i get that you know early morning light while all the uh signs and stuff like that are still on um, that would be uh man i probably missed a huge opportunity thought about getting out earlier and i was like nah wait for the sun to come up just a little bit more and ended up not being the best decision and I'm probably going to have a bunch of photos here that are going to end up being nothing more than reference photos for a uh, return visit on a different day. But anyway, my experience at Gary Camera was awesome. I went in there with an open mind. I thought to myself, well, maybe I'll buy a camera. Maybe I'll buy some film. Maybe I'll spend some money. Had a cool t-shirt in the window. I was like, hey, can get me a, uh, a central camera. Did I say Gary camera? I didn't mean Gary camera. Central camera t-shirt. So I walked in there and the place was just mobbed with people everywhere. I mean, there was standing room only in there. And I suspect that that could be foot traffic from uh, Lollapalooza probably which good for them because there was definitely people in there spending money that's great for them you know great for the film community but i was definitely drooling the whole time i was in there they literally had every single film camera a person could ever want in stock sometime or some of them in the multiple and triplicate I personally have never seen a Leica in person. Personally have never seen a Hasselblad in person. Some of my dream cameras. Some of the context cameras. Or contacts. Context, I'm not sure how you say it. They had everything. And man, you could easily drop 20-30 grand in there if you're not careful. <laughs> so I managed to get out of there without spending any money at all. Um, It was kind of a weird experience. One of the people working behind the counter was very debateful about uh, some things and it just sort of made for a weird experience. And I'll be honest, I kind of couldn't wait to get out of there. So I didn't spend any money, but I did find that Central camera literally has every single film stock a person could ever want in great supply. And I mean everything. 35 millimeter, 120, large format. You know if you're interested in finding one of these cameras that you know you see on uh, YouTube and things like that and all these different places, Instagram, You know, you see all these reels of all these cool rad old cameras and they they have it. They have all of them. I was just like in awe. So the one great thing about that place is they do have an extremely knowledgeable staff. Um, Everyone there I believe is a film photographer and that definitely makes it kind of cool and kind of different. You know, you're not just buying something online that you had to do just all your own research on and hoping that you made the right decision and not really sure about the camera and things like that. They uh, they could tell you everything about all those cameras, so you get that peace of mind and you walk out of there knowing how to use it and you know pick up some film and have a great experience walking around the city, doing some street photography or architectural photography, or, you know, what have you. Anyway, some final thoughts here. This morning photo walk moving forward will only ever contain one camera per episode. We're gonna do some digital, we're gonna do some film. I am going to, at some point, use my uh, Graflex large formats. We'll make the best of that probably have to bring a little bit of extra equipment, a camera bag and uh, a tripod for that particular session. But I'm a big handheld guy. I like to shoot handheld and I prefer that. I don't really go on a tripod anymore unless I'm doing a long exposure or using the, uh, the large format camera. So I thank you for uh, coming along with me on uh, this journey so far today. I didn't really talk much about the camera, but we used the uh, Sony a7C, which is uh, new to me, um, with the Voigtlander Nocton Classic 40mm 1.4. I have had that lens for a little while and uh, been shooting it uh, on my Fujifilm cameras and uh, been shooting it on uh, Voigtlander Bessa and uh, it's an awesome lens. So we'll talk more about the camera when I know it a little better in the future, but uh, it's uh, definitely a pretty rad camera. I know I had said before that uh, I was getting away from Sony, but I did want to, uh, you know, I did some research on the a7C, we'll just end with that. And, you know, they did update their color science and uh, the sensor in this. It does have the same sensor as the uh, A73, which I owned, which was a badass camera. But I just hated the colors on that camera. Absolutely hated them. I felt I was doing so much post-processing just to get a usable photo, just to make it, you know, not oversaturated looking and just fake looking and digital looking and that sort of thing, which ultimately I'm glad I had that camera because that camera led me to Fujifilm and Fujifilm led me to film and back on my journey of film. So in the next episode, I'll pick a film camera and we'll shoot film. But today we're rocking the A7C and we'll talk more about that in the future episode. Anyway, thanks for joining me on the morning photo walk. My name's chris smith i'm your host you can find me online at www.christopherrsmithphotography.com uh all my socials are on that page as well um i have links on uh, the show here to uh all my social media which i don't really post to anymore kind of anti uh instagram and all those other places these days I uh, just don't like what uh, where it's gone, but everything usually ends up on my website, including the uh, show page for, uh, for this podcast, where I do post all the photos that uh, I take, um, whether I'm recording an episode or not. So there's a lot of content on there, a lot of cameras. Um, I do post the camera that I took the photo with, so if you're curious as to uh, you know which camera I was using. Um, there's definitely some uh, some photos on there of cameras that we haven't used yet on, uh, on a recorded episode. Alright, so thanks a lot for joining me, and I'm signing off now. Alright, boy!